0: Log Talk Radio. for So I'm Creator, Mother, Father, God, Source, All the One, All That Is, may the ancestors hear our prayers. Ancestors, 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 we call out to you during this final quarter of 2022 and ask you to guide us to our courage, confidence, and compassion. Enable us to stop being in resistance to this new age and new earth consciousness and guide us gently and lovingly into our personal renaissance. As we dare to live our new narratives, enable us to remember that these are divinely scripted for ourselves and for our world. And most importantly, enable us to move forth from the dark ages of modernity, by placing our heads below our hearts, valuing people over profit, and always choosing love over fear. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And so it is. Good evening, and welcome to Wisdom Walk Talk here on Black Hole Radio and my YouTube channel, Wisdom walk to self mastery. I am your host and guide, Jojapa, Maria and Saroma, the fiery essence that came out of the water to be a vessel for the divine. September is the second and final mineral month of this double fire year 2022. This month, I am creating a quarterly theme for my broadcast, podcasts and accompanying videos. And this theme for the final quarter of this transformational year is living your renaissance. Over the next four months, I will encourage and guide you to merge with this powerful energy of the new age of Aquarius. And this month, I have been talking about remember what you are. And this is now going to be part two. But first, for those of you who are listening in over the Internet as I'm broadcasting live, just know that if you have a problem with the connection or just don't feel like being on your computer right now, you can call in to hear the broadcast at this number, which is area code 563-999-3089. Now, I will be uploading a video of this broadcast later in the week to my YouTube channel, Wisdom Walk to Self-Mastery. And you can ask questions or share comments on my Facebook page, Wisdom Walk Radio, my Facebook group, which you're welcome to join, Wisdom Walk Community, my website, which is www.wisdomwalktoselfmastery.com, or in the comment section below the YouTube video. But right now I invite you to sit or lay back and join me for a deeper exploration of our inner landscape where we can really, really begin to understand the truth of who we are as humans. Shay, so we are making it through September. A lot of tight energy this week. I put it in my um, my astrology for self-mastery video, which you can also find on my YouTube channel. Um, but today, interesting, we have um, two opposing energies, as you can say. So we've got some tight energy, but we also have this flow. So for those of us who are doing our work in accepting this renaissance that's going on, You should have had gotten some good news today or some hope for something um, has shown up in a very, very powerful way. I'm gonna begin with our elemental wisdom, which will be for Saturday that just happened, the 17th, and the following Saturday, which will be on the 24th. And yesterday, we combusted into a fire week in this mineral month. And here's the opportunities. Yeah, it's all about embracing and practicing forgiveness. The guidance is to invoke the ancestors to help you forego being a martyr to past pain as you invite the grace of forgiveness to embrace you and remove what was never yours to keep. Ask and thank your God for enabling you to receive the grace of forgiveness for those who have hurt you and for those you have hurt, consciously or unconsciously. Prepare an ancestor plate at every meal, light a candle, and feed them with your intention to honor their existence and to receive their guidance, their wisdom, and their love. Remember, they want you to win and are committed to you not repeating their sorrows. You are their dream come true, and they want you to live your happy endings. Yes, yes, yes. Now, here are some distractions to be on the lookout for this week in regards to the practice and embracing of forgiveness. Number one, wanting to be right about being a victim. Two, Thinking you have to figure things out on your own. Three, judgment and criticism of yourself and others. And four, taking on the problems of others. Yeah, none of those will get you to your happy endings. Yes. So from this fire week next Saturday, and again, because January 1st fell on a Saturday, that gives me the day of the week that is the opening to the elemental week and the energy for next Saturday is a mineral week in a mineral month. Yeah. So when that alignment happens, it's pretty powerful. Yeah. So September week of September 24th is going to be pretty powerful. And here's the opportunity. Yes. Remember your purpose, allow the power of love to remind you of whom You truly are what you really want to do, have, and be in your life. And I would add to that, remembering what you are, yes. Follow your heart and soul and take the necessary risk to experience your true power and uniqueness. Now, from this wonderful Mineral Week, of course, there's going to be distractions So here's a list of five of them to be on the lookout for. Number one, choosing to stay in confusion. Number two, engaging in melodrama. Yeah, the gossip and all that kind of crazy. Number three, taking on problems and challenges that you have the ability to tackle, but which are not for you to do because they are not in alignment with your higher purpose. Number four, fear of failure. Yeah. And number five, procrastinating. Yes. So have a very, very wonderful, powerful fire week this week with the forgiveness, you know, really letting go of taking on other people's pain or holding on to other people's pain or even your own pain if it's in regard to something that you did to somebody and then know that we're going to roll into that beautiful mineral week in the mineral month all about remembering purpose now this thursday september the 22nd 2022 so it's a nice alignment there numerologically with the 22 which is a master builder number so that means that it's a an energy on Thursday for something really big to happen astrologically it's also the equinox which is a blessed a blessed event because we do get this balance right between night and day and so that's a balancing for ourselves personally as well, that we get to balance out ourselves. So it's a day to stay very conscious and look for harmony, peace, joy, you know. And it's also the opening of the Libra season. And the, the, um, the symbol for Libra is the scales, right? It's all about justice and balance, yeah. So the 22nd is a powerful day. And so it is our monthly Earth Day And just want to remind you to go to the website, earthday.org. And there you'll see about regenerative farming, which is really, really important. It's offering solutions to transform farmers into environmental and societal heroes. Regenerative agriculture is a holistic land management practice that leverages the power of photosynthesis in plants to close the carbon cycle that impacts climate change. Yes. And you can also find out about the food prints campaign, which I really, really like. So it's about fighting climate change with diet change. Yeah, a food print measures the environmental impacts associated with the growing, producing, transporting, and storing of our food. From the natural resources consumed to the pollution produced the greenhouse gases emitted so you can go on there and find out some more information about how you can shift up your diet to help save the planet yeah and as always I truly believe that together can learn how to keep this world habitable for the seventh generation that comes after us yes yes and thank you thank you thank you So let me give you my overview for what I'm going to spiritually spill on for tonight in the second part of Remember What You Are. I am going to begin talking about why remembering what you are is essential, um, that it's more than the who we are, but the what we are is really essential. And then I am going to talk with you about how to connect consciously with what you are and transcend what you are not. And then I'm going to give you some suggestions for how you can grow your consciousness on a daily basis in regards to what you are. My quotes for tonight are the same as last week because they're just so delicious. And the first one is from the great Carl Sagan, the pioneering astronomer, planetary scientist, cosmologist, astrophysicist, astrobiologist, and author. He also did the award-winning show called The Cosmos back in the 60s that um, uh, Neil Tyson DeGrasse uh, repeated um, a couple of years ago. And Carl says, even through your hardest days, Remember, we are all made of stardust. And then the second quote is from an author, Steve Madison. He wrote a book, easy to find online and for Kindle, very cheap. The universe has your back, trust the cosmos. And Steve said, science says we are made of stardust. What better link could there be between the universe and us? We are literally made of the cosmos why would we not expect the universe to affect us profoundly in all possible ways yes 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 it's wonderful so as i talked about in the previous video the what you are is more important and essential than the who you are simply because we are here to grow heal and evolve and so the who you are is going to change and this is why a lot of people have a hard time with aging because you can't be who you are at 30 than who you are at 65 you know your body ain't gonna let you for one thing and i don't care how much plastic surgery you get or whatever in that you know we're going through a deterioration process it's, it's part of a life cycle and it's a very sacred cycle So to be in opposition to aging is like trying to tell your God that, you know, they made a mistake. (laughs) That's dangerous. I wouldn't be playing with that. So that who you are is supposed to change, but it's the what you are that never changes. That's the constant that you can hold on to regardless of what condition position that you are in life. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, we live in a uh, a dark age of modernity where we've allowed automation and industrialization and more comforts showing up in life to begin to separate us from our, our true experience of what we are. And so I reminded you of that in five statements which you can find in my book, Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery, um, from Chapter 8. And the five of them are that you are a manifestation of divine source. You were born full with gifts, talents, and genius. You are a divinely created being, meaning you are enough, like Mr. Rogers said. People can love you exactly the way you are. Three, you are a soul with divine purpose. You're in possession of a sacred contract. Yes, you have purpose for being here. It does matter that you are alive. Number four, you are a light for the world. Your soul can heal the world. Yes, what you do that is soulful, heartfelt, loving, it makes a big difference. And then five, last but not least, you are an eternal being with no beginning, and no end. You are not disposable. Yes, yes. Now, to give you an understanding of what you are, because, yeah, this is pretty lofty stuff. This isn't stuff that you're going to learn sitting up in school, in elementary school. You should be learning it, and hopefully that that comes about sooner rather than later. But, you know, it might sound like, yeah, that's nice, Jojo Pop, but what you're talking about? What you talking about? Well, here's what I'm talking about by telling you what you are not, okay? Number one, you are not a sexual object. Even though Madison Avenue, other people that want you to buy things work overtime to get you to believe this. You know, women in advertising are always, always shown as sexual objects. Men are always shown as sexual objects. Yeah, think about it. Think about it. Um, and that's not what you are, you know. That you, there's more to you than just your physical looks, your reproductive system, because, again, all of those things are going to change, yeah. So if you're attached to that belief that I'm a sexual object, Um, you're not going to have happy endings in life, and life isn't going to be fulfilling because it's not the truth of who you are, no. Second, you are not a battery for the matrix in service to artificial intelligence. Yeah. Um, You know, a lot of times I hear things where people are acting like the robotics and the artificial intelligence systems and processes that we've created you know, are victimizing them. And the reality is, no, you're not in service to that stuff unless you want to be, unless you want to be, you know, because in a minute, uh, you know, an asteroid could come really close to the Earth's atmosphere, hit a couple of them satellites we got walking around there, and all that stuff will be gone. Yeah, there'll be no internet. So... Think about that, you know, you're not in service of something that is created by humans and, you know, providing human services. Um, but it's easy to forget. It's easy to really fall into like cipher in the matrix where you think that piece of meat is real when it's all made up. Yeah. But that's not what you are. No, no. It's maybe an experience of who you are, but it's not what you are. Number three. You are not a soulless vessel without a higher purpose. Um, A good analogy for that is my protege, the wonderful, wonderful facilitator of the Wisdom Walk program, Mr. Floyd Roll who had been incarcerated, I think at that time, when he first came to the organization, he probably had been in for about maybe four to five years. The prison, you were um, referred to by your number, not your name. So when he comes to the front desk to sign in for the program and the receptionist says to him, "Um, your name, please, he gives his number. Yeah, yeah. He had gotten so disconnected from what he is that he had fallen into this belief that, you know, I'm just this number. Yeah. So as humans, yeah, we can fall into that level of, you know, being so separated out from the truth of what we are. Number four, you are not here to remain stuck in suffering and struggling. Yeah, yeah. Now, there have been many generations before me, I'm a boomer, that really did believe that and on some level some of them took that on very consciously i remember i was on a train traveling to a university out in pennsylvania and a woman i sat across from had come from there she had family in pennsylvania and they had been minors so the generation before her she told me the story of how they chose their youngest brother to not go work in the mines because they wanted one of them to be able to live and have an education. That's pretty deep. That, that's huge. So that's somebody who's like, yes, I'm going to sacrifice my well-being so at least one person in the family can make it. And that was her father that didn't have to go work in the mines. Um, and even in that act of sacrifice, what those other siblings were saying is, you know, this isn't all of what we're here for, you know. So somebody's got to get to the fruits of our labor. Somebody's got to get to those happy endings. Uh, so, yeah, we're not here to stay suffering and struggling. And if you are into that mindset, into that belief system, just know that you really can choose Open up and choose to learn how to let that belief system go because it really is just a belief system. It's nothing you have to stand because, again, back to what you are, this eternal divine being. Yeah. So you got to think about why am I choosing this suffering struggle this time around? What is that about? Yeah. And then five, last but not least, you are not a finite being having limits or bounds to space and time to be disposed of. Yeah. You are so much more than that. You are so much more. I mean, it's so much bigger than that. But we will treat ourselves like we're disposable. Um, By what? By going along with somebody else's program, by thinking that, you know, being um, in opposition to the truth is going to save us, you know. I mean, there's so many ways in which we treat ourselves so much less than what we really are. So the question becomes, right, okay, how do I treat myself? like the truth of what I am. Yeah. And let me tell you, because, again, in the dark ages of modernity, we've been so disconnected from that. And also, as we're moving out of one human age into a new one, you know, there are old things that really aren't working. I just read a report that was talking about that the number of people actually going to church or being involved in a Christian church, a focus on Christianity, has come down so much, so much in these last several decades. And it really makes sense based on the fact that, you know, people have evolved to where they're not really needing somebody else to tell them how to connect to their God or to their soul. And also, in reality, too, you know, um, people involved in the church, they're human beings, so they're going to make mistakes. They're going to be flawed. And um, so they're, we're in a time now where it's like, why am I making that person responsible for my connection to my God? I need to learn how to do this, right? Um, So, yeah, there's a shift. There's a big, big shift going on. So we do need to know that we do have the ability to really connect with what we are. And I'm going to explain this to you in a way that I will give you more information next month, but I want to just introduce this to you so that you have an understanding. So one of the ways in which we can consciously connect to what we are and transcend what we are not is to know the reality of the lower versus the higher timeline. What do I mean by this? Okay. So all of us humans are given a timeline for how we will accomplish our earthly mission this time around. Yeah. So it does have a beginning and it does have an end. So that's what birth and death are about, okay? But we have many lifetimes. We have many experiences of being in a particular form, right? And so at the time we're given, this this time that we're given, it's separated into two levels of how we can experience our life path because we are in A place where we need duality we need to know the difference between light and dark like if you don't know what dark is you can never know what light is if you don't know what light is you can never know what dark is so we're in this duality and it's a three-dimensional experience even though we have access to higher dimensions and we are here to grow and to evolve so you can't experience one timeline without the other So we need them both. We need a lower timeline and a higher timeline. Now, the lower timeline comes first because that's filled with our core wounds that give birth to our pain body, yes. And everybody has this. Nobody gets out of this. So when your pain body is running your show, driving your bus, you are living your lower timeline, yes. Now, once you decide to heal your core wound, and you're able to say no to your pain body being in charge, that's when you reclaim your personal sovereignty. This is the ability to take full responsibility for all parts of yourself. And that includes your mind, your physical body, your subconscious, yeah, your soul and your spirit. Meaning I'm no longer going to make somebody else, especially my mommy and my daddy, responsible for my joy, my happiness, that I have the ability to create all of that, to manifest all of that from the inside out. Yeah. Yeah. So when you become personally sovereign, then you're able to live your higher timeline. Yeah. But again, we all start at that lower timeline. That's just just the way it is. Just the way it is. So, Like I said, I'll give you more information about that so that you really understand what I'm talking about with lower timeline and higher timeline, but just know that when I can distinguish between the two, that's when I am really able to connect into what I am. Yeah. So here is my personal um, contribution to collective healing for you for growing your consciousness about what you are. Um, You know, when we aspire to be the best version of ourselves, we're truly going after living from what we are and truly experiencing the higher timeline, okay? That's what this is about. So here's my suggestions to you for how you can do what I call spiritualizing your life. This is a conscious integration of what you are into your daily living. Yeah. So here we go. First suggestion, take time to get still and connect with your God daily, not just when you're in trouble. Next, create a sacred space in your home and your work environment that is designed to remind you of what you are. I get a picture of the divine being images, you know, um, and put that on an altar. Next, set a time to hold those you love as sacred by texting loving memes or photos. For example, you can set the clock for a daily prayer time or a good morning or a good night or any loving gesture. You know, putting children to bed every night and reading them a story, that is truly a sacred gesture. That is connecting yourself and them to that higher timeline. It's not something that you should think twice about. It's something you should do. My mother did that for us, and she was a single mom, and she worked all hard all week long, you know, but she would find time to read us stories. Yeah, and it made such a difference for me and my brother and my sister. Yeah. Next, I suggest you establish your Sabbath. That is one day a week or it could be one day a month when you focus only on your God, not your cell phone, not your computer, not your streaming channel. Um, You focus only on your God and being in service to the light. Yeah. Next suggestion, honor your ancestors. I talk about that a lot by creating an ancestor plate before eating your meal and thanking them for their non-physical support. And a final suggestion, share a weekly meal with family, friends, or those you love. Thanks to Zoom, this can now be done with those at a distance. Yeah, because that, that, that process of breaking bread You know, when you're eating, you're vulnerable. You're opening up your heart, really. You're opening up to receive something. And so when you consciously gather with other people to do that, it's very, very, very much about having reverence for life, having reverence for yourself, for others. It is a form of spiritualizing your life, yeah. So I hope these suggestions are helpful to you, but I want to encourage you to come up with your own and demonstrate that reverence for yourself, your life, and others, you're going to be so amazed, so amazed at how the blessings show up as a result of remembering what you are. Yes, 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 yes. My Sarah saying for tonight, for this month is, to worry is to use your imagination to create what you do not want. Ashe, Ashe, and thank you, Mama Sarah, for that. Beautiful. So... I am going to close out tonight, as always, by first thanking my wonderful, wonderful engineer, Miss Yvette Parker, and greetings and shout out to the whole Black Hole Radio, Be Well family, community. Thank you. Thank you again for giving me platform and supporting my ability to do this work in this way. I also want to shout out to all my regular listeners out there, to those of you who have Wisdom Walk with me and you know who you are, to my family on both coasts and my spiritual kin right here in California, as well as in Wisconsin and other parts of the Midwest, to my transformational leadership colleagues, my medicine brothers and sisters around the world like Asu and Ina, and those who may be listening or watching for the first time. Thank you. Super big thank you. I couldn't do this without your willingness to listen, to watch, to learn. Thank you so much for encouraging me to buy your energies. I can't see you. You know, I'm like romper room. Magic mirror, tell me the day or my children having fun at play. Um, but I can feel your energy. I can't see you, but I can feel you. And so I thank you. I thank you for it for the support that you render. Yes, yes, yes. Now my next broadcast will be, oh wait, this broadcast will be repeated next week. And then my next live broadcast will be on Sunday, October the 2nd. And I'll continue the final quarter theme of living your renaissance with two spiritual skills on being in service to the light. And I will be talking more about the higher timeline. Of course, I'll upload a video of this spiritual spill from tonight, this week, also a video of the elemental wisdom, and of course, my astrology for self-mastery will be coming out for the new moon on the 25th. Now, last but not least, I want to thank my God, my ancestors, my spirit guides, loving entities, everything that walks with me keeps my head to the sky, my feet to the ground, and my heart open to do this important work with and for all of you. So please have a very healthy, safe, fire and mineral weeks, practicing forgiveness and remembering your higher purpose. Continue to wear your mask, COVID has not gone away. Get your booster shot if you can. Um, Strengthen your immune system, very important to do. Practice safe relating. Um, Wash those hands frequently. Avoid perceived safety and embrace science safety. And most importantly, please do remember the truth of what you are because you are not disposable. The truth is, you are divine. Good night now. Hope you enjoy Convergence, and, and thanks again for sharing this part of your lives with us. It's been a real pleasure.